Welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And our sister expert for today is Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. And finally, our special guest, the original Chatfield girl we have Joelle Walker Chatfield. <laughs> Yay! Hello! That's our mom, guys. She's here. Hi! <laughs> here, here, there with Julie. <laughs> yeah, Julie's going to have a baby, and then our mom is there to help to catch it. yeah mom it's your responsibility if julie has her baby while we're recording you have to catch that baby and then cut the cord with your uh fingernails (laughs) you discussed part of that scenario i'm ready on all fronts (laughs) not the catching of the baby just cutting the cord and being like hope the baby catches itself It's not a bungee jump. (laughs) But it is a good thing that mom's been here for the past few days because almost my entire family has been sick. So my mom can deal with it and I don't have to. Yes. (laughs) I'm happy to do it. So guys, I have some good news. Right before we started recording, I was reading a graphic novel to my children and there were a lot of characters and I had to use a lot of different voices. And one of the ones that I chose was... You know the uncle in um, Mary Poppins? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Who was also the guy who voiced the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland? Yes. Uh-huh. The guy who sings, I love to laugh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I got to do one of those. I chose to do one of those voices for one of those characters. And you know what? It was fun. I had a lot of fun. And it's going to take everything in me not to do that during this whole podcast. <laughs> it's okay. You can do it. Oh, mommy, thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, just like the rest of my life, I just was waiting your permission to do something. <laughs> right, right. So, everyone, I want to know what kind of cool, cool voices that you use when you read aloud to people. <laughs> to people? Like on the bus? I don't know. <laughs> the only people I read aloud to. Well, that's, I used to be a teacher, so I did read out loud to a whole class full of people. Did you use a teacher voice or did you do voices? Okay. I read Where the Red Fern Grows. How? (laughs) It was a huge mistake. (laughs) Um, And I used like a southern accent the whole time and then realized it does not take place in the south. (laughs) But you know what? That's okay. Is the beginning of the book like in the deep forest of Wisconsin? (laughs) I forget where it is. And I think maybe I thought that this place had a Southern accent. And then when I mentioned it to like my teacher mentor, I was like, yeah, and I use this Southern accent. She's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> That's a choice. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. I'm looking up where the red fern grows. <laughs> where does it grow? <laughs> Shelly, before the podcast recording, you were saying that your son doesn't let you read to him at all anymore. I know. I think it's because it's too slow of an input process for books. My son likes to read extraordinarily fast, and then he likes to reread the book several dozen times. <laughs> um, and so, but when I used to read to him, I actually. Like, I can't remember any specific examples, but every once in a while, I would open my mouth and out would come a character voice. And I'd be like, this is the perfect voice. This is the greatest (laughs) choice I've ever made. I didn't know I had this person inside me, but I guess I do. And then it would be like, it would be like a magic moment. And then the next time I'd read the book and try to repeat that voice, gone. (laughs) It was like only the spontaneity of it would create this beautiful you need to do like jim dale and record yourself doing it and then right before you pick up reading again you listen to the recording say what the heck does this character sound like and do it again and the magic will never end (laughs) now he did he did the harry potter audiobooks correct Uh uh-huh Harry Potter reading aloud to my children was my biggest reading aloud triumph because there are 5,000 characters and they all sound 
very different, but uh-huh. not so different that it, like <laughs> if you're reading Harry and Hermione and Ron, you really got to <laughs> sing out. Yeah. Do you, did you do an accent? That's the real question. Of course I did. Look at me. I am, I am a real actress. <laughs> I re- used to read to my son a series of books called The 13-Story Treehouse, which is Australian born and bred. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and a new one just came out, and I was reading it today. And I wish I could, like, capture an Australian accent to read that book out loud to my son, but I just, I couldn't. <laughs> How about you practice right here, right now? <laughs> uh, no. Thanks. <laughs> Just say some Australian words and that'll that'll get you started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Julie, it, it was in Oklahoma. So it was a southern accent. No. No. <laughs> kind of like kind of like if a cowboy swallowed some dirt. That's what Oklahomans <laughs> sound like. Yeah, I'd say like a like almost like a western-ish drawl-ish. But you were I mean, the kids are not going to know the difference. <laughs> Well, the teacher didn't know the difference. So. I just picture everyone in Oklahoma singing to each other. <laughs> yeah, you, sh- you should have done it as an operetta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or, Julie, you should have just, I guess by that time I was married to Caleb, and my husband Caleb grew up in Oklahoma. You could have just done a Caleb voice really loud. <laughs> That's the state dialect. <laughs> Kelly, do you read aloud? And if you do, what does your voice sound like? I nannied for uh for Shelly's son Jet, but then I also nannied for a couple other families. And so I would read aloud sometimes. I don't really like to do it because I zone out so I don't <laughs> mess up because I overthink things and I like add words where they do not belong. So I zone out. So a lot of the times like I would be like, oh yeah, I probably should do character voices, but I really don't want to. But like <laughs> I do, and especially for a, a time there, Jet loved the Penguin book. Not Mr. Popper's Penguin. Tacky the Penguin. Tacky mm-hmm. the Penguin. And so there are lots of different penguin voices and whatever. And I remember that there's a little cartoon of Tacky the Penguin. So I kind of went from, I stole from their voices. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. So I'd be like, Tacky is this way. And like, blah, 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 blah. You know, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's not very original. But you know what? Five-year-olds don't care. Mom, when you were reading aloud to us, do you remember any, like, notable voices you would do? I'm just sitting here trying to, like, stop the tears, the silent (laughs) tears from rolling down my face because I'm so proud of you guys for having voices. (laughs) Because... I thought you were going to say you were crying because you don't know how to read. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to cry because you miss your baby. Yeah, all of that. And I do know how to read. But I didn't do voices when I read to my children. And because it's just not in my repertoire of abilities. Um, and usually children's books all make me cry. And so (laughs) I would start reading. I would be a good mom and I would start reading to my children before bedtime or whatever. And then I'd have to pass off the book to one of the other older girls so they could read to everyone because I was crying about this children's book. (laughs) So that was my accent, I guess, is talking through my tears. You know what? You didn't you didn't just cry with just children's books because you would help me read a lot with um, like book reports books in like elementary school and middle school because I was always just so bored or so busy. And you would cry at those too. Those are intense too. <laughs> just think about the books that you read in middle school and high school. They're very tearful books. <laughs> <laughs> well, mom. Before we move on to the topic for this week, do you want to just give it a try? Do you want to just grab some reading material close to you and just really try it? I can have mom uh, retell the story of The Digger and the Flower, which is oh, no. Lukey's, <laughs> Lukey's current favorite. And it's a tearjerker. Oh, no. I can't even get started. No, don't make me do it. I think the only thing that I do is I I can get soft and talk like this in gentle words, or I can get really excited like, yay, they're so happy. That's the accent that you get. So you either get soft and gentle or loud and happy or silent because the tears are quietly rolling down my cheeks. (laughs) 
<laughs> Those are the three classic <laughs> modes so of reading a children's book. So the fact that you all book. even consider doing accents, I'm just so proud. <laughs> Well, I'm proud of us, too, because the small committee came up with an amazing topic for this week. Uh, Does everybody want to know what it is? There are three people on this podcast right now who don't know it. (laughs) The majority. The majority. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to. Julie can watch the expression on my face (laughs) when I hear it. And our faces are inches (laughs) apart. (laughs) We get Eskimo kiss right now. (laughs) Well... Today's topic is karate. Oh, man. (laughs) There's a very surprised mama over here. I just want to say, hiya. Thank you. That was very excited. That wasn't soft. Or cry. It's a good read, mom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why Shelly should like karate. Julie's going to be doing the anti-reasons. And Kelly... As the Shelly expert in our family and the only person whose arms can do a karate chop, everybody else has broken arms. <laughs> It'll make delivering Julie's baby really tough. Kelly is going to tell us what she thinks Shelly will choose. And mom, uh, you can just pepper in your, your thoughts and prayers, I guess. During <laughs> are, are we ready, team? Ready. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, Shelly, I think you should like karate because your body becomes the weapon it was always meant to be. (laughs) I was destined to become a weapon? Everybody is destined to become a weapon. And let me tell you why. It's because I feel like my body is destined to become a weapon. And again, like we talked about last week on the podcast, empathy to me is assuming everybody feels exactly how I feel. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, by the way, I got a lot of good feedback about that. Everyone was like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, why are you laughing? So, <laughs> uh, Anyways, but I, I just feel like there's a reason that on my bucket list is punch someone in the face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you not know that, Mom? Oh, no, I knew it, but I just, I'm so glad that she owns it loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I'm so shy and retiring. Exactly. I feel like my body was always meant to be a weapon, and if I learn karate, then I can harness that power into something stronger. And Shelly, if you took karate, you too could become a living weapon. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that. I don't know if I'm <laughs> destined to be a weapon or not. I, I've never foreseen foreseen that in, in like, my destiny. <laughs> the mages have, have never said so. <laughs> well, that, so that's my first point, is living weapon. My second point is that karate teaches discipline and respect. That's probably why more people take it, and especially as children. Doing karate lessons is is a trope of childhood. Mm-hmm. Everyone tiny is wearing that gi, you know? <laughs> yes. Everybody. It's classic childhood fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like at a grocery store when your mom picks you up after karate, but you need to go get something for dinner. Yeah. And then you totally make my husband want to die because you're walking through the grocery store barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> karate teaches discipline. Okay, let me just say this out loud. Uh, I have not taken any martial art lesson, much less karate lesson. So this is based on an amalgamation of hearing people talk about it on podcasts, watching a lot of stuff and reading and listening. So like, so this is all secondhand knowledge at best. Okay, everyone? <laughs> so, so, so just know that I have heard that it teaches discipline. I've heard that it teaches respect and I've heard that it makes you a living weapon. That's just what I've heard. (laughs) I mean, it is famous for all of those points. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But discipline, because you don't get to just hi-ya, hi-ya, hi-ya around the town every time you walk into your karate dojo. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's just not allowed. That'd just be madness. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and it teaches you respect because you have to respect your sensei, who is your teacher, who is a person you definitely can't hi-yah. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I do. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> As your mother, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Perfect. Everyone else who is not my mother thought that was surely cryptic. <laughs> you can't haya a teacher. What could it mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it also teaches you discipline and respect because you learn uh, to respect your own body. Because not only does it make you a living weapon, it teaches you how to to harness the power of your body for good. <laughs> Famously. Uh, Jillian Michaels of The Biggest Loser fame. Uh, she is a fitness trainer and she started taking karate and her sensei pulled her aside and was like, I see you eating your Cheetos and Diet Coke before, what do you call it? A, a dojo meeting? <laughs> yeah. Haya <laughs> session. A meeting of the, of the hayas. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. And you're not respecting your body that way by doing that and then coming in here and then your body can't do its best work um hi-yahing and so you you need to learn to respect your body and so she did and then that was her very first like step towards being a fitness trainer oh, i didn't know Interesting. that yeah yeah and so it teaches you to respect not only others because you can't just go hi-yahing everybody but also to respect yourself <laughs> so so there's that my next point is that Karate gives some of the most classic pop culture entities of our time. Here's a list. Karate Kid. Uh, the video game Street Fighter. Uh, the actor Bruce Lee. And <laughs> finally, the Jackie Chan Adventures on Kids WB. <laughs> yes. So good. Now, that's my ace in the hole because turns out we Chatfield girls love Jackie Chan. How could you not, though? Did you know that he owns a a store of Segway? A Segway store? Yes. Yeah. He gives one away on every movie he does now. Aww. Here's some other Jackie Chan information. Jackie Chan was a child actor. Did you know that? I did. I did. I didn't. Aww. Me neither. Well, good. That's a majority of don't-knowers. <laughs> He's released 20 albums since 1984. What? That's- yeah. Madness. He went to uh, the Hong Kong Opera School or something. Oh, wow. Jackie Chan? Yes. <laughs> he's very talented <laughs> and very well liked. And I think he's also broken every bone in his body, <laughs> <laughs> including his neck. <laughs> that wasn't on his Wikipedia, those things. So I'm glad. Kelly, There's a lot of bones in one's body. <laughs> Kelly, jump on that. <laughs> Correct me. Breaking all my bones in my body? No, no, looking it up. <laughs> no, adding it to the Wikipedia. I would be very surprised if Jackie Chan has broken both his femurs. Or like... <laughs> well, Kelly's going to fix that. <laughs> Uh-oh, Kelly's a hitman. going to go after Jackie. No, Kelly. <laughs> Have fun in China, Kelly. <laughs> Um, Would you like to know one final fact about Jackie Chan that I liked? Sure. Okay. (laughs) So I'm still laughing about (laughs) Kelly being a hitman. She can't breathe. She's laughing so hard. I can barely breathe in the first place. (laughs) Here's my last fact about Jackie Chan. He teaches tourism management at Hong Kong Polytechnic University. What? I think I had heard what that even before. What is that? It's like, if you want to be a hotel boss, um, <laughs> um, then you do it. And you take his class. And then you say, Jackie Chan. And he says, sit down or else I'll break both your femurs. Yeah, he's he's a big proponent of like bringing more tourism to China. Also, you have to figure he's traveled probably all over the world. And me being in hospitality, that would be very helpful. And helping others know how to treat people who are traveling. So, bravo. That's true. Yeah. Kelly, please don't hurt Jackie Chan. He's such a treasure. <laughs> well, apparently he's only had 18 injuries. And not all of them were like breaks, but some of them were dislocations. So apparently I have some well, work what to if, do. Well, one of the injuries was breaking every bone in his body. It was no, a no. terrible accident. <laughs> who, who was that the other Kung one. Fu guy, Holly, that you mentioned? Bruce Lee. 
Maybe he's. <laughs> Maybe he's I'm the on one. It. Okay, <laughs> Kelly's you, gonna Kelly. go break all his bones. <laughs> or I'm just gonna secretly have them like I'm gonna coordinate where they're gonna fight each other. <laughs> oh, good luck with that, since Bruce Lee is very dead. <laughs> he's so is dead. He? Yes. Yeah, yeah, super dead for a long time. So Kelly, it'll be so easy to go break all his bones. Just go find his skeleton somewhere. <laughs> Exhuming the body of Bruce Lee to desecrate his bones. I'm pretty sure in China that's extra bad. Oh, forget it. Sorry, Bruce. (laughs) So, speaking of Bruce... Oh, yeah, he died in 1973. (laughs) That would be even cooler, though. I was nine years old. (laughs) They'd be real brittle. You'd either have to do a horrible crime by desecrating a grave, or you'd have to invent a time machine and go back in time and then do a horrible crime of breaking all his Maybe bones. that's how he died. Oh. <laughs> and if you guys theory. use the right accents, it could totally work. <laughs> like, right? What? Whoa, whoa. Okay. This has gone off like, the rails. Like reading books, you know. <laughs> What kind of accent do you think will help us achieve this goal? <laughs> Obviously, I can only go loud, soft, and tears. So you you got to come up with that on your own. <laughs> I think tears, just uh, sadly, like quietly crying as you're breaking bones in someone else's body. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to, but you have to. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. Yeah, what are we talking about again? <laughs> We're talking about just... Karate's good in pop culture. But speaking of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, karate, Shelly, I think you should like it because it is a gateway drug to other excellent martial arts. Um, Technically, most all martial arts are gateway drugs to each other. Uh Because Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee were not solely karate artists. In fact, Bruce Lee famously started with uh, Kung Fu. Okay. Or Wing Chun, I think is what it it was. And then uh-huh. Jackie Chan did all does all sorts and has taught all sorts of martial arts. So Shelly, if you're looking to get into something really cool, like <laughs> drunk fighting, what is it called? That one? Drunken monkey. Drunken uh-huh. <laughs> if you're looking to get into that, but you're like, I just don't know where to start. I know. Karate. You're probably not going to find a dojo, Shelly, that is close to your house that teaches hapkido. <laughs> uh, what is that? It's a type of martial art. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, then you're right. I haven't seen the sign that says hapkido taught here. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you have a karate learning place around your neck of the woods. And I know I do. I have a few, not to brag. <laughs> I mean, they're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> So I just like that they don't judge each other, those martial arts. You know, they kind of like, if you do one, you're like, I like this one. And I think I like other ones. And and then the karate people aren't like karate chopping you before you get to the door. <laughs> There's not like a, a turf war, like taekwondo versus karate. <laughs> At least not as far as I can tell based on my knowledge of these things. So, which again is not firsthand. So maybe that's why I don't know is because I have at one point tried to learn and then I got (laughs) karate chopped in the head and I forgot. Well, if there's not like blood running through the streets with your three dojos (laughs) near you, then I think you're, you're probably right. It's, they're all cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I like that. Um, I have one final point, Shelly, as to why you should be pro karate. And I told Julie when we were talking about doing karate in general, I said, I really want to go pro. And I don't feel like I've done a very good job of being like, I really have admiration for people who do karate, even at like a very basic level, because like it does take a lot of discipline and it is very easy to not do karate, as I have (laughs) shown over 34 years, extremely easy. (laughs) It's so easy. (laughs) But it is really, you know, just the doing of it can be hard. And so I so I have a lot of admiration for people who do it um, at any level, any belt. But I have one more point. Shelly, you should choose pro karate because 
after you learn it, you can join the MMA and Joe, Joe Rogan will finally like you. <laughs> MMA famously stands for mixed martial arts, which means any kind of martial arts mm-hmm. or any combination of martial arts and boxing, which I don't think is technically a martial art. I don't think so. <laughs> it is involved in MMA and uh, Joe Rogan, famous podcaster and star of news radio um, and Fear Factor, which Shelly mentioned last week. If Shelly did join, would she get a really cool name? Uh, they don't. It's not wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we should add wrestling into the mix, too, so that she can <laughs> get a re- an MMA fighter versus, like, oh, professional WWE wrestler would be wild. <laughs> Let's start this sport up. <laughs> well, I will say that grappling and, like, Greco-Roman wrestling is a, an accepted style in MMA, I believe. But I don't know about cool, like, vinyl-y costumes <laughs> and things. <laughs> yeah, are there, are there chair smashes allowed in <laughs> MMA? <laughs> Is that an acceptable karate move? You fight in an octagon, and in that octagon, there are zero chairs. Zero folding chairs, I think. <laughs> uh, can you do that crazy, like, Brazilian-style, like, oh, fight dancing? That. I mean, I love watching it. Is that allowed in MMA? I don't remember what it's called. Capoeira. Uh-huh. Oh, there's a lot of different styles. And there are some people who blend styles. Um, famously, Joe Rogan did judo. And judo, I think, sounds cool. And that's a martial art. I know it. A hundred percent. It's on the list of martial arts when you look it up. <laughs> it is. It is. And and he now has a very famous podcast. And Shelly, his podcast is basically the most famous podcast. And I feel like... If you choose pro karate, that is the step towards the next level for our podcast, because then he could be like, hey, there's this girl. She's really great at doing martial arts and MMA, mixed martial arts. And she also has a podcast like me and we're podcast friends forever. And let's be let's everybody download Shelly has opinions. So Shelly, please go pro karate so that we can have more listeners and fans. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you didn't like that. I loved it. Well, I mean, it was like, it sounded like a business proposal. Like, it sounded like we'd almost like switched gears. <laughs> Instead of laughing, I wanted to shake your hand after that. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I was holding back at Holly. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> For coming up with this great business plan where I make my sister learn karate and then join the MMA. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That, that's why everybody just wants their mom like in the back of the conference room when they are doing some kind of pitch. And then mom stands up and goes, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and here's some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Which you're constantly giving us cookies. It's awful. <laughs> we made pumpkin chocolate chip cookies today, my friend. Delicious. But Julie, will you tell Shelly the reasons why she should be anti-karate? And if you want, she can also be anti-pumpkin chocolate chip cookies, too. I wouldn't stand for that. Kick her out of the family. Oh, 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 yikes. (laughs) Julie, the stakes are sky high right now. (laughs) Um, Okay, Shelly. I also am coming at this topic from a place of ignorance. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm the one who suggested it. Isn't that so cool? That I'm like, hey, let's talk about this thing none of us know, really know anything about. <laughs> um, I, was, I, I, I started thinking about it and saying, if I started learning karate, I feel like I'm not dedicated enough to like really get down and dirty and really learn karate. I think I would only learn enough to be a hazard to myself and others. <laughs> uh-huh. And I feel like that's where a lot of people stop. Where you're 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 learning hayas and then you go out into the world. Uh-huh. What is that like there's a quote that's like someone who knows a little bit about something is more dangerous than someone who knows a lot or something like that. No, I think it goes like uh, it's better for people, it's better to be silent and then have people think you're a fool than uh, to open your mouth and then confirm it. Or no, no, no. I think it goes 30 days half September, <laughs> <laughs> April, June, and November. I've said that a lot this month. 
how many <laughs> days are in September? So, Shelly, learning a little bit of karate is dangerous for everyone uh-huh. involved. Um, also, karate teaches you impractical skills. Chopping boards <laughs> with your hand? Who does that? Who needs to do that? Why don't you just get an axe and chop your own dang firewood? (laughs) (laughs) Or be like Captain America and just rip it apart, Shell. Oh, Captain America. (laughs) Remember that scene? No, I don't remember that. I also don't remember that. Okay, okay. So they're at at Jeremy Renner's house, his Uh secret house. I thought he was chopping wood with an axe. I don't remember him ripping wood apart. No, he was, and then eventually he like got mad or something, and then just ripped it. Oh, I don't and then Tony that. Stark was like, "Ee!" And then I was like, "It's okay, Tony Stark. You're still my favorite." Not even Iron Man, just Tony Stark. <laughs> I was glad when he. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Julie wished she knew some karate right then, so she could hiya him. Yeah. That was that was what Thanos should have done all along, just karate chop. <laughs> yeah, who's who's his sensei? Why didn't he have better fighting skills? <laughs> Come on, Thanos. <laughs> oh. Karate is famous for having lots of different colored belts. Uh-huh. Shelly is into fashion. <laughs> So she should be pro karate then, is that what you're saying? Well <laughs> I looked I looked deeply into Julie's eyes Did that help or hurt, Julie? It just it's just my mind is all uh, a flutter. Don't know where to go. Oh gosh, I'm getting crazy eyes. Um, Mom So okay. I do have two points concerning colored belts, and one of them is that that's not fashion conscious. When they were designing the colors of belts, they were not thinking about skin tones or time of year, what's in this fall, what's not. That's not fair. (laughs) That's true. They wear white geese even after Labor Day. (laughs) And Shelly, you're so into fashion. <laughs> you know me every season. It's new wardrobe, new wardrobe. I will not be cut dead in last in last seasons. Colors, styles, anything. Uh, but the first thing I was I was going to say about the colored belts is, is that there are so many different colors of belts. Shelly, how many do you know? I know white. Uh-huh. I know Black. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know blue. I know green. I know orange. Are you just making these up? Are you just naming colors that you know? No, 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 no. I'm not saying them in order, but I'm <laughs> saying them the ones that I know. Yellow, I think, is one. I thought you were saying, Julia, are you making these colors up? Like, I don't know these colors. <laughs> are you making these um, up? <laughs> here's something that sounds like a color. Chartreuse. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture the kids in the grocery store after uh, their practice, what color they're wearing. <laughs> what about blurple? <laughs> I saw a blurple car the other day. And it made me really happy. <laughs> that sounds so awful. That's a, that's a color Holly invented. <laughs> okay. But let's talk about it. Shelly, that car that we saw when we were in Redlands It was, was 100% blurple. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the perfect name for the shade of blue-purple that this car was. And I saw one here in Utah the other day. I was like, oh, it's blurple. Look, Jet, it's blurple. <laughs> I was like so happy to see another blurple car. <laughs> and you know what? Who knows? Maybe there is a blurple belt in karate. and there's so there's like who knows how many colors of belts it's unknowable (laughs) and i know there's like degrees of belts that you can get so like if you get a black belt and you're like phew i'm done i know everything Uh, 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 you gotta get your your second degree black belt how how many degrees can you get 350? <laughs> Are they making you get them? These colors of belts and degrees of belts? Like, no, you can't stop now. You have to keep going. Or else they'll hi you to the moon. 
You guys didn't like that. So hiya you to the moon. I'm just waiting for Kelly to throw in her uh, expert knowledge on the hiya belts. I want to say my moon joke really quick, please. (laughs) I know they don't have color on the moon because when I saw the moon landing, it was just black and white. (laughs) That was my childhood. (laughs) No, that laugh made me feel bad. (laughs) Ollie, you're smart, you're beautiful, you're strong. (laughs) <laughs> no, this is what you say to a big loser to give them a pep talk. No, you didn't let mom finish all those things, but your but your moon jokes need a little work. <laughs> you need to get like your second or third degree belt in moon jokes. <laughs> Kelly, just say your thing that really adds to the conversation instead of detracts from it like I did. <laughs> Well, originally it was only three colors, but now it's one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven colors. Wow. See, unknowable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I want to say this point. It does have a lot of curse words, because if so, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> I would have said it if mom weren't sitting right next to me. Go ahead. It does I'll have close, a lot of curse words. I'll close my eyes and pretend. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Julie, I'll- use one of your accents. <laughs> mom will never know. <laughs> okay, I'll just go to my last point. When I When I pitched this idea to Holly, I formed it as, Karate slash martial arts. And you know what? Mm -hmm. That's not fair to all the other martial arts. Karate overshadows many other martial arts, if not all. And it makes ignorant people like myself use them interchangeably. If If I were to see some kung fu going on and I said, hey, they're doing some pretty cool karate, that would just show how ignorant I am. (laughs) Uh that's not fair to karate or whatever other martial art i'm seeing that i'm not understanding (laughs) that's true just don't don't acknowledge any martial arts especially (laughs) not karate so that you show you don't show how ignorant you are so either i need to just say like i enjoy this martial art i see or i need to learn and like extensively about all martial arts so i know them all by sight yeah and (laughs) We don't have time for that. So just just let it go, Shelly. Side note, I just read Kung Fu Panda to Luki. On that note, I think it's time for us to head over to our Shelly expert. Shelly, I feel like you have not gotten a ton of information from either side today. But luckily, we have an expert who is not only an expert on every single martial art, apparently, because Julie said that's the only way to know one martial art is to know all of them. Uh-huh. Also an expert on Shelly. Shelly, you've known Kelly for so long. Um, uh, Say, uh, repeat after me. Say, yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> Kelly, repeat after me. <laughs> say, I think Shelly will go pro karate. this sounds like trickery (laughs) yeah (laughs) kelly what do you think uh shelly will choose about karate i think shelly will choose pro because you know shelly is so active and with all the um information i have from jackie chan you know from (laughs) from all the times that i've been (laughs) been forced to go Bounty hunt him or whatever. (laughs) You have to get close to him before he can really set it out. Yeah. So, like, I've been on, I've been in more karate movies than you even know. Oh, (laughs) because I've worked with him so much. And, you know, we're growing a bond so that I can hiya him later. That's going (laughs) to make it harder. Just like you don't name the pig that you're going to slaughter on your farm, you shouldn't name your Jackie Chan. But all my pigs are named on my farm. <laughs> all my pigs are named Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> or Kelly wants to hurt him not only physically but also emotionally. <laughs> but Kelly, we were friends. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, he was the third person I told that I was pregnant, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to give me a segue. (laughs) For the baby. (laughs) But yeah, so I think Shelly is going to go. Wait, which one did I say? You said pro. Pro. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is that really what you think? (laughs) Or is Holly just influencing you? (laughs) I'm an influencer. You can't, like, don't. (laughs) (laughs) There's a voice. There's a voice. (laughs) (laughs) That's the book. That's the voice I should have used to read all the books to my children. Oh my gosh, guys. (laughs) No, that's the voice you should have used for Hermione. It was the best of times, and it was the worst of times. (laughs) (laughs) Call me Ishmael. (laughs) Julius Caesar. (laughs) The famous opening line of Julius Caesar. Y'all, I'm sweating from laughing so much. <laughs> I got the laugh sweats. Holly's going to have a hard time editing this. And I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm so proud of each of my girls. <laughs> okay. Here's a cookie. Okay. <laughs> I, I love you so much, Mom. You have to stop saying that because I have to keep cutting it out because you've already said it 5,000 times. <laughs> oh, by the way, I have, a, I have the Bruce Lee answer. Okay. Oh, and by the way, did you know Bruce Lee only actually broke his back, and then three years later, he died from an allergic reaction. Oh. To a broken back. I also have that <laughs> allergic reaction. Oh, that's sad. I mean, it is sad. I shouldn't have made a joke. I'm sorry. Bruce Lee. We did joke about digging up his bones, so. <laughs> I know. I feel, like, I feel like we really don't come off well. Like... <laughs> We're we're gonna get an email or like a call or something and be like, hello, <laughs> or like a call from the Secret Service saying we're we're sincerely watching you all because you talked about horrible crimes. <laughs> red flag, red <laughs> flag. <laughs> we also talked about like cannibalism a few episodes. We talked a lot about so many wild things on this podcast. Now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Valley podcaster. Julie, I did that just in case you hadn't had your baby yet, who you're naming Valley, because I'm going to let you adopt Shelly. That's so sweet. (laughs) So she's the most Valley podcaster because now her name is Valley. Oh, well, (laughs) do I still have to treat Shelly like a newborn baby? <laughs> and you have to name your new baby Shelly. We'll do a name swap. <laughs> this is going to cause a lot of confusion. <laughs> so, Shelly, what do you think about karate? Well, I'm also coming to this opinion from a place of ignorance. <laughs> we'll just start that off. Everyone except Kelly is not knowledgeable about this topic very much. Um, I do, I have enjoyed a lot of martial arts movies um in the past how why is that shelly how i mean because <laughs> like holly said they are kind of everywhere and <laughs> and surf ninjas was one of our favorite movies growing up <laughs> they do a lot of martial arts in there and, and? i am married to someone who loves martial arts movies <laughs> yes. and And we watched, one of our very first dates was watching a martial arts movie. It was different. (laughs) But, I mean, the movie was so good, and I tried not to cry on, like, one of my very first dates with this cute boy from work. Is that when you fell in love with him? Was when you tried not to cry? (laughs) No, it wasn't when I fell in love with him. But it was a good movie, and I was like, oh, maybe I like these movies. So I have watched a lot. So they are everywhere. And and I mean, what I know about karate is, yes, it is famous for teaching discipline and respect to children <laughs> and adults. But yeah. I would say probably here in the U.S., lots of kids. Um, 
I'm not, I'm still, the jury's out on whether or not my body is meant to be a weapon. <laughs> I don't know that for sure. It it could be though, I guess. <laughs> I guess, and I, and having respect for your own body, harnessing, like learning respect for your body, that's, that is also something it is known for. And that is good to learn how your body works and to respect it. There's probably some other ways to do that. I don't think karate is the one exclusive way. <laughs> there may be other like physical exercises you could do, but I don't know. That's also, the jury's out on that. Maybe karate is the only way. It is a gateway drug to other martial arts. <laughs> I guess. A gateway drug? That's what Holly said. I'm hilarious. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't want to join the MMA, even if it's the only way you guys will like me. <laughs> no, not us. Joe Rogan. Okay. Well, I don't. His the thumbnail for his podcast is so scary. <laughs> he has a third eye, and he's making a crazy face. Yeah, and I so I'm too intimidated by him already, <laughs> and I'm not sure how successful I could be in the MMA circuit, being five foot one half inch, <laughs> and starting learning martial arts as an adult. <laughs> I think I'd have to join the like over 60 category like years down the road after I've had practice. Is there is there a seniors MMA circuit? Oh, that would be so crazy. Seeker underground like rest home MMA <laughs> fight clubs. By then Joe Rogan will be dead and then this business venture will mean nothing. I guess that's true. I need to go real fast if I'm going to learn <laughs> and have Joe Rogan respect me. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully if I choose pro on this, I will be uh what is it called when you're very good at something? A savant? Yes, hopefully I'm like a karate savant. <laughs> and just I didn't know cuz I, I don't know if my body is a weapon yet, but maybe it is in the cards for me. Maybe destiny is calling me. I just haven't been listening. <laughs> this yet. is your wake up call, Shelly. <laughs> maybe this is. But I mean Shelly, can I can I interrupt and say while I was gathering my points, I legitimately almost convinced myself to start taking karate lessons, <laughs> and I will do that with you if we want to find out together if our bodies are meant to be weapons. I know my I, – I'm just going to say, I guess I know my body's not going to be a weapon <laughs> I – okay, Julie's con points, though – I mean, anti-points. Okay, this is going to be one where I'm not sure I'm going to be able to come down on one side or the other. Because I agree with Julie that I don't know if I'm dedicated enough to learn. I also know I am afraid to be punched and kicked in Hayat. <laughs> I know that Destiny is not saying you want to get punched and kicked in, in Hayat. Because I bruise so easily. <laughs> You're a sweet little peach. I, I just bruise so easily that if I started... Okay, I was in a play in high school where I did a lot of physicality, and I had a teacher legitimately ask me if I was being abused because I was so bruised. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and so if I start taking karate, then I could say, yes, I am being abused. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm paying to do it. And I'm paying for the privilege. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh I think some of the skills are impractical, like Julie said. Like, yes, I am not chopping wood very often for my life in general. I don't need to learn how to do it with my hands. But are uh, you waxing on and waxing I'm off? I'm not waxing on or off. I'm not, also not making surfboards out of trees on the beach. I'm That's not, less karate. That's more surf than ninjas. That's, you know? that's, that's true. But Kwansu dudes, I don't need that skill in my life. <laughs> the most I know about any martial arts is Taekwondo. My son took three lessons. <laughs> and uh, yes, the gi, fashion, high fashion, <laughs> and the belts. I mean, a little impractical to have so many belts in your closet, but, <laughs> you know. Uh, I have a cool question that's a real question for anyone who might know. When you upgrade in belts, do you have to wear the previous belts? No. I don't think. Like all at the same time? <laughs> I think you just wear your current belt status. Yeah. I would love a person yeah. wearing seven belts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I was thinking would look really cool, like very fashion. <laughs> yes. They would look like the Stay Puff Man. 
No, no, it would go like up, up, up. No, they'd look like they were wearing like a beautiful corset. (laughs) A rainbow colored corset. Or you could wear them on different parts of your body. Like one goes around the head and one goes like on each thigh. And then you wear like a necktie. You use one as a weapon. And uh-huh. yeah, that's where nunchucks came from is all your spare belts. Yeah, and then you could just slap your opponent. <laughs> Wait, I missed almost all of that. Julie, can you translate? You can slap your opponents to death. With the belts? I, I don't think murder is oh, okay. the goal. Of any martial art. <laughs> then you could just slap him silly. How's that? <laughs> oh, I love silly. Uh, but as for Julie's other point, I think I would... <laughs> I think I I do show my ignorance because I do feel like sometimes I use karate as like a general brand name. <laughs> a catch-all. Yeah, like... Like, any martial arts I see, I would probably just think, like, oh, that's cool karate. Even though I know that's not true, but I don't, I don't, again, I do not have an encyclopedic knowledge (laughs) of every martial arts. I cannot tell the difference from just looking at about. I I don't know all the names of all the things. Um, So, so I am, (laughs) I am anti-karate for me. I just don't think I would like it. But I like I I like and respect other people for doing it. And if I could have made my son stay in Taekwondo, I would have. (laughs) I would have made him take karate because that's the gateway drug. And that's what you want to do is introduce that kind of stuff to your kids. And if I could have forced him (laughs) to do it, I would have because I would love him to learn that kind of like discipline, etc. However, for me, (laughs) no thanks. I don't want to be hurt for fun. <laughs> Are you afraid to go so hard con because you're afraid someone that's in karate is going to come and like get no, you? No, it's because I'm not like, I don't look at karate and go like, ew, gross or like boring or anything. Like I definitely respect the like style of it. Like I, when Jet was going to McKinley, when my son was going to me, like my elementary school last year. There was a a school night where they did like a karate, like a one of the karate schools nearby did a showcase. And it was so fun to watch these little kids just like do things that I as an adult would be too afraid or or just unable to do. And so I just think like, wow, awesome for them. But for me, no thanks. (laughs) My body is not made to be a weapon. My body is... (laughs) scared to be a weapon. <laughs> My body, even if destiny is calling me, I'm gonna just ignore. Because Straight to voicemail, destiny. <laughs> Please leave me alone. It's straight to voicemail. And since I haven't set up my voicemail yet, destiny will not get through. <laughs> you've, been, you've been avoiding setting it up because of destiny. I just, I just know destiny will not stop calling me. All about karate. <laughs> Shelly, I uh, just got an email, and it's from Jackie Chan, and he's crying right now. Oh, Jackie, I'm sorry, and I'm sorry for what Kelly's going to do to you later. Later. Or right now. Jackie, turn around. (laughs) Kelly's recording this live from China. Well, Shelly, thank you for sharing your opinion about karate with us. And now we are going to move on to our segment, Peanut Butter and Shelly. And in this segment, Shelly, who is an excellent cook and baker, gives us a little bit of recipe-ish. Ish? Ish. Uh Uh-huh, ish. So, Shelly, what recipe do you have to share with us today? Well, here in my neck of the woods, uh, it has been cold and rainy and gray all weekend, and it's been really, like, the kind of weather that all I want to do is, like, be cozy and snuggle on the couch and watch Pride and Prejudice and, oh my <laughs> you <gosh>. know, <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but also just, like, eat warm and cozy foods, like... So I I was thinking, what is warm and cozy? So this is this is a recipe that's for for warming your your day and your heart. 
Oh. It's uh, easy sweet potato and black bean burrito bowls. Yum, yum, yum. Oh. I took it from a, a website called uh, Chelsea's Messy Apron, and I'll, I'll have Polly post the recipe. But here's, here's the recipe. Uh, I'm going to do this via song because it just sounded more warm and cozy, though. <gasps> oh, okay. <clears throat> sweet potatoes, <laughs> ba, 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 add four cups or thereabouts. <laughs> and then <clears throat> red bell peppers, lady in red. <laughs> oh, <got laughs> so I don't, I don't know anything in that song besides that. You don't need to know anything more than Tiny that. Tiny half of a line. So two bell peppers, two red bell peppers. <laughs> Add a quarter cup oil, oil. Make it all oh so gosh. it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And then spice up your life. Add paprika and chipotle. Spice up your life. Add some salt and then some pepper. Spice up your life. Aww. And then I'll just end it there. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> I see a can of beans and they're all really black. Add that ca- add that whole can of beans so they are really black. Ah. Wait, what's that song? It's like I see a car or I see a painted door and or no, something like that. It's like an old Yeah, it's song. like sixties. I like it's in the sixties. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a song I really like though. <laughs> Add it to charred corn and brown basmati rice, or use cilantro, lime, onion, or guac. (laughs) (laughs) Then add the dressing, it tastes really good. I'll list the ingredients, but not in this song because it's too long. But there's a sauce that goes on top, and then it's all good, and you cook and you eat it and you like it. That's such a fun uh, recipe. I seriously am going to eat that. Uh, but yeah, it's really, really good. And uh, I'll send the recipe so that you all can eat it and just be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike me singing all those songs. Why did I do that to myself? <laughs> I liked it. I loved it, Shelly. I couldn't yeah, think you of how to great. make it funny. You, you made it funny just by being yourself. Because <laughs> you're so stinking funny. Thanks, Mom. Do I get a cookie? <laughs> yes, yes, you I'm do. I'm just sitting I'm here so crying about how proud I am of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been our segment, Peanut Butter and Shelly. Peanut, peanut butter, Shelly. Shelly Gank, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. This hopefully is going to be the last episode before our sister Julie has a baby. And uh, because of that, the next few episodes are going to be a little bit different because uh, she's having a maternity leave, a much-earned maternity leave. And speaking of maternity leave, our mom is going to leave. She's not going to be on the next episode either. (laughs) Mom, thank you for being on this episode with us. My pleasure. Thank you for letting me. Oh, you're welcome. And also, uh, I did promise last time that there was going to be someone pregnant on this episode. is it you, Mom? Are we going to get a new sister? <laughs> I hate to disappoint you. It's not me. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, Shelly Gang, if you want to uh, write our mom some fan letters encouraging her to have another baby, <laughs> um, you can go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. And there you can find our contact information, find our social media, and also... Look at pictures of us when we were babies. We're so cute babies. You are so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Uh, but Shelly Gang, mostly we just want you to let other people know that they should listen to this podcast. I recently heard from a friend that my sisters are really funny. And I was like, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) And then she said, yeah. And I was like, okay, then you're right. They are funny. Because if she had said, mm, I would have been like, would have been like, no, they're not funny. None of us are funny. Misery loves company <laughs> and three's company. Three's company too. Uh, that's just a word association game I like to play with myself sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And with that, thank you and I love you and goodbye. Bye.
Dang it, Shelly. Where are you?